Hello and welcome to Women That Make Money. I am Dr. Sheikha Square and in this podcast, we talk everything money, relationship, life, spending money, making money, growing money, growing self, um, and why you need to do all of that and still heal. Um, I wanted to create a space where we could have a community to discuss these things and still have tons of fun because we are women. Um, So sit back, enjoy, always, always, always have something to write on and something to write with because as you know, I always leave it all on the stage and drop the mic. So here we are, women that make money. Enjoy. to date this guy who used to say grand rising to me and I never fully understood why he couldn't just say good morning it is one of the strangest greetings um it is one and I understand both sides but it's like okay um it is one of and every time he would send that I would be like okay good morning good morning I think uh what I want to talk about so a few days ago I had a photo shoot right first one in a while um I did do one I did one when the pandemic first started a few months into the pandemic when hotels started to open back up because I do rent a space um for photo shoots um for several different reasons Um, but I hadn't done one since for a million reasons, which I'll tell you because it might help. Um, I started getting, I grew my hair. So, okay. Y'all know I love to cut, grow, cut, grow, and then grow, cut my hair. Right. So I had, I think I had cut my hair. Yeah. Cause I cut my hair at the end of 2019 And then I started to grow out again and I started getting braids, which made it grow out again, but I didn't like my hair cut without the braids. So I cut it all off again. So there was a lot of hair transitions um, in 2021, which was like, okay, I don't want to get on camera, like photo shoot camera with a haircut that I'm lackluster about. So, and my marketing team was like, okay, you need, you need some new pictures. And I was like, oh, oh, well, because I'm not feeling this haircut. But I got to a place where I liked my haircut again. Um, and see, these are things you don't know. But, you know, I was, yeah, I go through, you know, I'm, yeah, I'm still a girl, still a lady, still a woman. Um, but anyway, I had this photo shoot with one of my favorite photographers um since I've been in business and I've I've come across um quite a few photographers over the years um and she is by far my favorite um for so many different reasons and and this is a good way to understand service businesses we we already know I have Invisalign if you're new to this it's Invisalign um I will you will hear it and then you won't hear it I will, I will hear it. Um, but she's from day one, she was always really nice, but about her business and the pictures come out amazing. She has an amazing eye. She has done, I think the last few book covers, 
Um, when I revamped, she's done pretty much at this point, all of them, I think, um, because I, I just love the pictures, pictures. Of my, so she does like my real photo shoots. Um, I do have another photographer, my daughter, who has a camera and she does some of them too. But like for big ones, I have a photographer. What's why am I telling you this? One, because if you're going to be in business, you need professional photos. That's not what I want to talk about today. Um, you do need professional photos, professional uh settings. It it just looks better. Um, you can go and look at my old, old stuff from like 2015 and compare it to my stuff now, and you'll be like, Oh, yeah, I would have never spent money with you back in the day. Yeah, those pictures wasn't and those were professional, they just weren't professional. Um, but those were people who were in business and um, I was just getting started. So I, you know, but anyway, we were talking, so she has evolved so much and it's, it's amazing to watch her uh, one work and then the evolution of her business as she has, ooh, as she has been in business. Um, she has traveled all around the world um, with her craft, with, with their lens. Um, I mean, all around the world, she has met amazing people, lived in different places. Um, and she comes to the photo shoot with such humility that when she's talking, I'm in awe. Like, and it's, let me tell you. And I was telling my daughter this the other day, I am so used to being many years ago, not so much these days, the highest in the room. And if you are always, if you are always the highest in the room, you are always, you're in the wrong rooms. And it took me a while to realize that when I was um, evolving and transitioning and journeying, most of the time with my friend groups or relationships, uh, work groups, I was the highest in the room. And so I was always the one teaching. That is exhausting, draining, and you have to put so much effort and time into yourself. And then nobody really can correct you because they don't know how to correct you because you're the highest in the room. They look into you for insight. And one of the things when I, I noticed when I started to um, evolve and evolved, evolve and heal and transition is that I was entering rooms where I, I could learn something and be um, like guided and be held accountable and all of these things. And and this is something I, I, I kind of tip top, you know, kind of tip with being all now. The Course in Miracles, which if you're not familiar with that, join the membership, um, suggests that you should never be in awe of another human being. I'm working on that because some people blow my mind. Like, and not even necessarily the people, but their journey. Like, oh my God, how, how amazing is that? Um, but she, when she talks and the things like just from one photo shoot to another that she experiences, it's like, you know, here I am getting in and out of a relationship and she's living in Paris. <laughs> Wrong priorities. <laughs> so it's like, you know, just being in her presence and I hope she sees this too. Um, it's amazing to hear, like she got featured in Vogue and she traveled to, like I said, she traveled to Paris. 
Um, she was, I mean, just all of these wonderful things. And she just talked about like, yeah, girl, you know, yeah, yeah, I think I'm going to eat at Pizza Hut when we leave here. What? <laughs> so I, what, what comes across though, because at that moment I am learning something. I'm learning she was telling me about her travels in Paris and how Paris, once you get there, is not super expensive. It's it, it's pricey to get there, but she didn't pay for the flight because she had all these points, like all of this stuff, right? And we started to talk about different money opportunities and passive income because you know a girl. Now, that's one thing I'm going to do. You know, like some people say, one thing I'm going to do is this. One thing I'm going to do, if you ever in a room with me, one thing we're going to do is talk about money. It's going to come up. And if I don't talk about money with you, then I might not like it that much. Your energy might be, you know, broke person energy, tight person energy, or you ain't going to get it energy. So I'm going to keep my money concepts to myself. But one thing a girl going to do is talk about money. And it don't even be like, oh, we got to talk about money. It's just, it comes up because I ask. If you uncomfortable talking about money, you might not want to be in a room with me because I will ask, how much was that? And not because I want to be in your pocket, but because I want to know, and this is, this is what I want to talk about. I want to know if you lived in Paris for a month, how much is that? Because if I ever plan to live in Paris, I need to know what I aspire to, to have financially and what I'm looking at. You can't have a thing if you never know how much it costs. Like sometimes we exclude ourselves and limit ourselves from possibilities because we assume, because we assume that it's going to be too pricey. We just assume I can't afford that. And we don't, a lot of times, I'm not going to add no we, you're not going to speak this. You assume a lot of times that you can't have it and you can't afford it. And you don't even know how much it costs. Like, you don't, how you know you can't afford it? How do you know? <laughs> like, you know, people be like, oh, I can't, you know, I didn't buy this. I didn't get a house yet. Or I didn't get a dream car. I haven't traveled yet. I don't have a passport because I can't afford that. Well, how much is it? Well, I don't know. Well, how do you know you can't afford it? Like a lot of things are exclusionary up front. Like I'll use the example of Africa. We had a trip planned to, um, Cape Town, um, but then the pandemic hit and you couldn't get into Africa if you weren't from Africa and, you know, boom. So we didn't go. And so, but what you don't know, and I'm going to hip you to the game. This is why you have to be very mindful of who you are listening to, who you are following, because it can really dictate your pockets and your understanding of money. So we had this trip plan to Cape Town. Okay, town is in Africa, right? Um, and the flight, unless you have points, like, and you can get points through all different kinds of ways. Like a lot of times people get their points from credit cards, right? Um, from traveling other places, you accumulate points. You can get Sky Miles, that's Delta. I love Delta. I, I need to get an affiliate account with them because I would talk about Delta every day because I, I love Delta. But anyway, except for this one time when we was flying from Mexico. But the flight itself is pricey, right? The most expensive thing a lot of times to different places is the flight to get there from America, 
right? I had a friend who moved to an island and he started traveling all over the world because it was way less expensive. Um, like he was like on the move. He was like, oh, we just got back from Trinidad. The flight was like $40. I was like, bad, I need to move. Um, but the flight to get to Africa was pricey, right? Once you get to Africa, you can stay in a five-star hotel for the price of a weekend getaway in your city. I'm going to just lay that right there. And this is why it is super important to have the conversations about money that many of you are afraid of. Because if I'm sitting down with you, now I'm saying have a little, a little tact. Like if you, you know, like you can't be asking no anybody. I might. But I've been doing this for a while. So I might ask you in a way you don't even realize I just asked. But you need to be in the rooms where it's okay to, to talk about how much something costs, how a person got it, what, what um, method they use to acquire it. And they're absolutely comfortable talking about it with you. I have a client who just got elected to a board in her field. Because I don't know if she wants you to know this. And you know, this is my client. So I'm not putting all that lady business. But she got elected to a board and she said in the room on the board, and it's like a very prestigious position inside of her field. Um, she's in the room with a lot of, I have no other idea how to say this, but white men, white, the, her counterparts in the room are white men. And she say, she says how in this room, a lot of times she doesn't talk out, like, you know, when they're preparing for meetings and stuff, like when the meeting is not going on, she doesn't talk, she takes notes. She said, because they'll just in regular conversation with each other, we'll talk about different ways that they have, you know, avoided legally taxes. And these people make tons of money and have like 60 locations. Um, imagine, just calculate, whatever business you think about, just calculate 60 locations and how they don't pay no taxes. None. Like, I think, what was it, Google or somebody, they had made like a billion dollars and they paid like $100 in taxes. It's possible and legal. And, and how they talk about all these different vehicles for um, their kids, like not cars, but financial vehicles for their kids. And she said, I'm just taking notes, just taking notes. Um, because they're very comfortable talking about money, one, because they have it. Two, because they know if I talk to you and I'm running into an issue, you might have a solution to this issue or know a person that I can talk to. So back to this photo shoot, right? So we're talking, we're talking about her travels and, you know, talking about what I've been up to and how I've revamped my business to create more peace and um, freedom and life. And in a word I can't think of right now, like um, my life is at the center of my life versus my business. My business used to be at the center of my life. Now my life is at the center of my life and my business plays a role in producing the life that I want, right? We're talking about this. And then we started talking about these um, tech opportunities and the way the world is moving and how she's, you know, um, learning about these new things. And she invited me, one, to Africa. Now, if you're not in a room with people that's inviting you somewhere you ain't never been yet, you need to get in a different room. She also, we started talking about this, like I said, tech opportunity, and she's going to figure out how to get me, like, we're going to try to sync and figure out how to get me in that room as well. And for me, it's super refreshing 
to not be the highest in a room. If you have a problem not being the smartest in a room, that's some work you should do on yourself. Because for me, teach me. I didn't know that. What? I like to, what? I like to walk away like, dang. I want to be around you more often. And then also thinking about what can I pour into? I, I, I want to show up as well. And so a lot of times you can exclude yourself from opportunities because you are constantly being around and allowing yourself to be around the same people with the same ideologies, the same ways of doing as you um, or as the old you, and they can't propel you. It is super important and it doesn't always have to be intentional. In the beginning, a lot of times it, it, it must be because your mind is so used to working on a limited basis, but it's super important to be mindful when you are attempting to grow any area of your bit, not just business, any area of your life. So if you're trying to lose weight or look, shape your body a different way or shift your mindset or shift your money, shift your, whatever you're trying to shift. And we should be working on all of these things in tandem. It is important who you are around because a, who you're around can make or break where you're going. And I, I, I spoke about this when I spoke about relationships, like the wrong relationship, and I do mean the wrong relationship can be very detrimental to your purpose and your future. That does not just have to be romantic. The wrong business relationship, the wrong um, friends, you know, like some people who stuck in that same way, they never want to grow. I use the example of LeBron James and how a lot of his childhood friends are people that work with him and have helped propel him in business to heights that many of us, you know, are still working to understand. Because these people were working to evolve as he evolved. I keep messing that word up. Um, evolve as he was working to evolve. And so get around people that make you nervous, that you have to show up and not pretend, not mask up. Because we, a lot of us are already doing that. And that's why we are happy. I'm not saying mask up, but people wear you can't be in the gutter or low vibrations or low level thinking all the time around them or anytime. Cause you can't sit in my space and complain all the time. I got enough shit. I can't, I can't take it. We can be solution oriented. You can have a bad moment. You can be sad, but just complain. No, we're not doing that. And so if you are never around people who are talking about cryptocurrency, real estate. And I'm gonna just give you some examples so you can start looking at your people like cryptocurrency, real estate, tech, metaverse, branding, social media marketing, um, Turo, Airbnbs. I'm, I'm going through my friend list right now. Insurance, investing, taxes, tax evasion, not... <laughs> not from the legal standpoint, but how to maneuver your finances so you can have the most money and pay what you owe legally. Like Nipsey said, I, I, I'm legal with the white folks. That's Nipsey words. That's not mine. I don't want to hear nothing about what I just said. That is Nipsey Hustle's words. But he said, I'm legal with them people. Have legal money. But 
if you're not talking about none of that, and it never comes up, and all y'all talking about is, now me and my friend group, we talk about this too, but I noticed we talk about other stuff a lot more. We talk about mindset, healing. You can't think like, like you know, when I was going through this recent, it's not recent anymore, but this breakup, my friends didn't really allow me to just sit on the phone and suck at life. They allowed some of it, but it was like, okay, well, look, you need to handle it like this. You need to, what did you, did you consider your inner child? Like if these things are not coming up for you, it's time for you, one, to shift who you are, how you move through life. Because a lot of it is, you know, when you go higher and you show up, you make space, you make room for other people to go higher as well. And then you need to think about how do you really want to show up in the world? How have you been showing up in the world? And who is attracted to that? Who's attracted to that? Because I had a client once who's doing great things who said, damn. Every time you talk about your friend group, your friend group is amazing. I've seen some of your friends. Your friends are awesome. And they are. But guess what? My friend group used to suck back in the day. But you know why? I sucked. No. Yes. Yes, I did. I, I don't even want to lie. And not like I was a terrible person. And some people might disagree with that. And I, you know, I hate even saying it because that was my old me helped get me to this point. Like, you know, that, that, that hood one that would, you know, like kind of like Peter in the Bible. Um, you know, I'm well-versed, hood, Bible, spirit, you know, all that. Um, but I, I really wasn't, back in the day, I really wasn't the best friend. I wasn't a great friend. I know this because I was so broken in so many areas. I never really showed up. I never allowed myself to be present in any space years ago. One, because there was so much trauma. I was, it wasn't even fearful about showing up. It was, I had had to hide for so many years that that became my response. That became how I, I proceeded through life. And so who I attracted were people who were perfectly okay with me being masked up. Perfectly okay with me hiding behind a veil. Perfectly okay with me not being my full self. One, because then they don't have to be their full self. They don't have to show up at their highest self. Um, and they were perfectly okay with it. They weren't, they weren't good friends to me. And it's not possible that I was the best friend to them. I was uh, too much of a giver. Um, and I used to give entirely too much to people who would give very little back to me. And this is a lesson I'm still, and even though it's a fraction of what it used to be, it's still impedes on my journey and still learning that I have a tendency when certain triggers are present look I'm spilling all the tea because this is how you get to be in rooms with other people like you have to shift and move certain things out of the way and so I can still when triggered you no know, I in the past when triggered will still be like oh okay look I just don't want to do it all that. I don't want to do it all that. and so back in the day um, I was a lot, hmm, how can I say this? There was no communication. You, I was not to be played with. Megan, I know I'm all cute. I just be popping, skin all glowing. And you can't tell your girl used to be a fighter. But you're right, me. Uh, but back in the day, I didn't need very much trying. You just get out of line. 
And so there was just a lot of things and a lot of things I didn't know how to deal with. So I was surrounded by a lot of people who had their similar, our, our people's mirror us. A lot of things help us either move how, higher or mirror us. And so a lot of people around me, they had their own stuff that they had never dealt with. They were perfectly okay being around me, um, moving at a low vibration, either because they were at a low vibration or they were utilizing what I was giving at a, just all of these things. But I didn't have really good friends. And I didn't nurture my friendships back then because I spent a lot of time isolating myself because there was a lot of pain a lot of times. And then, you know, I mean, so I have some of the male friends I have from then, but some of them, I don't even, I don't know about me. You ain't never been no good friend. Um, but I wasn't a good friend. So we both just sucked at being friends, you know? Um, but now because I have different boundaries, different expectations, different levels of giving, different levels of understanding, different levels of movement, different levels of giving, different levels of taking and accepting, I have different friends. And I didn't understand the purpose and understanding of being equally yoked, even in friendships. We think that's just romantic. No. You business, friends, relational, and intimate relationships. Equally yoked is very important. Um, and, and being able to say no, and that's not it. Because I used to just you know, let everything go. But I'm like, no, that's not what it is. Are you listening to me? And so I, I believe that allows people who are attempting to move at a higher vibration um, with kindness, with love, with finances, who are thinking about their future, who trap those people want to be around people who also move at higher vibrations. And what I mean by vibrations is in love, in light. Like when life comes and smacks them in their face, they just turn around and keep moving. They might smack back. Like, I need some people that, you know, pull out a love. I'm, you know, I'm not going to say um but still keeps moving keeps loving doesn't shut down doesn't close off and they continue to move towards love Marianne Williams says that am I moving towards love and if I'm not I'm moving in the wrong direction if something doesn't feel like I'm moving towards love and I'm moving towards violence anger retaliation I'm moving in the wrong direction and in these rooms that we say we want to be in Am I moving? Am I moving in love in those rooms? Am I projecting my highest self? Because then there's an energy that is returned to us. And so if you are in rooms where they're gossiping and you're participating and the energy is off, but you stay, you're going to constantly find yourself not getting what you want. Like Oprah's talked about on one of her podcasts, how, you know, she's walked in rooms where the energy was so suffocating and negative that she turned around and walked out. Are you willing to do that? Or do you stay to fit in and belong to the crowd because you don't like to be, you know, but see, we're going to get way over here and I'm talking about money opportunities, but you can see how they're all related. And so I say much and all of this to say, if you are constantly finding yourself in rooms, situations, groups, where all y'all talking about is relationships, 
Um, and, and you're going to spend time, but all you're talking about is relationships. All you're talking about is somebody else. Then you need to consider why that's okay with you and what you really want and how you want to show up in the world. Because there's a lot of other things to talk about that can bring joy, that can bring healing, that can bring elevation. Um, and you got to decide what you want for me. I want to be my biggest, highest, most wonderful self. And I want the universe to support me in all of that. And so I love to be in spaces where we can just be like nobody's pretending. I, I, I wasn't. Um, and we're still talking about money and relationships and travel. Like we're still talking about things that are edifying and healing and, you know, that help you grow. And so make sure that you are putting yourself in position because you can be, and, and when I say putting yourself in position, you can be in the preparation phase of putting yourself in position. You can be joining membership groups. You can be, you know, getting, like I've had clients where in the beginning they were moving at a vibration where they were prep preparing for the rooms they were going to get in. They were, you know, uh, individual coaching clients. I was introducing them to new books, new ways of thinking, new ways of moving, new ways of being um, so that their mind can start to shift. So when they show up in these rooms, they, they're not feeling out of place. And even if they are feeling out of place, they know how to then maneuver to be you still in a room. If you got invited into the room, you have to consider you're not out of place. Um, and so you can be in the preparing place, but make sure you're positioning, whether you are in the room or you're reading, joining memberships, becoming an individual coaching client so that when you're, you get to the room, you don't feel like you're an imposter. You know that there's going to be times when you, you shut up. I spoke about that. There's times when you are in a room, you shouldn't be talking. Even if it's a big room and Jay-Z sitting over here. And if you're in that room, you need to just be like, okay. yes, yes, sir. Uh-huh. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yep. And then there's going to be rooms where you are there to speak. You'll know the difference. I've been in rooms where they've called me in for my expertise, right? They called me in, especially early on in my career. They called me in for my expertise, but you get there and you're in a room with somebody who worked for Amazon. And I'm not talking at the packager. I'm talking about like upper, you know, upper level echelon of Amazon and somebody who, you know, worked for the mayor. And you're like, mm -hmm. but then they start going over the information that you're going over and you're in the meeting and you see why you're in the room. And you know, you have a choice to make. You have a choice where, okay, I see an error. I see an error because this is, this is what I do. This is what I do. Um, and they're talking and they don't even see it. Or they're trying to convince the person who invited you in a room, you know, that it's not there. And I was like, mm, is no one noticing this? on this presentation, on the wall, biggest cuff. And so there's going to be those times too. But then after you say what you say, you still need to take notes. Uh, but make sure that you're not so afraid of opportunities that you're unwilling to grow. Um, and when you're preparing, you need to be reading. You need to be listening to podcasts. Women that make money by Dr. Sheikah Smith. 
money management, 21 day word. There's a ton, like in the book club inside the membership, I don't just recommend my book. There's a ton of books that can change your life. Like you go, oh my God, why didn't nobody ever tell me this? But you need to be reading, listening to podcasts, watching what you take in, limiting your amount of time on social media. I literally have timers. Like, okay, I, I get this amount of minutes on social media a day. And so that when you enter in these rooms, one, you can hold a conversation and then you can understand when you shouldn't, when you should just be listening and being able to process what they're saying. Um, because I mean, there's so much money out here. There's a whole lot of money in this. That's... Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening. I believe now you have so much more information on how to pull multiple six figures from your business. To get more, join me in New Orleans May 11th, 2023 through May 14th of 2023 for the Multiple Six Figure Year Conference and Intensive inside of the Four Seasons Hotel in New Orleans. Over four days for this conference, we'll discuss I'll bring in speakers to discuss Airbnbs, commercial real estate, property investment. Of course, you know, I'm going to grace the stage with passive income and how to build that multiple streams of income, stock investing, and then even more speakers on everything from building your investment portfolio, pulling money out of your business and being that top income producing entrepreneur in 2023 tickets are available now at drshikasquare.com slash multiple six figure year or you can just go to the website click on attend events and then click on multiple six figure wealth conference we have a limited number of vip and luxury vip tickets available so make sure you get your vip ticket before they're gone Conference attendees and tickets are also available. Make sure you get your tickets today.